Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Basketballers Podcast. Kyle and Chris, as always. Yo, yo, yo. We got actually a spe- another special episode today. It feels like every episode is special this time around, so <laughs> I guess it doesn't become so special anymore. But uh, a couple weeks back, we actually uh, we did a little bit of a breakdown on the East, and um, the West is just as crazy, so we're uh, actually looking into do a another in-depth only on the West this time. So what we're going to do is going to be kind of the same format as last. We're going to go team by team. From 1 through 8, talk about it, give us our opinions, and uh, we'll go from there. So, starting off, um, we're, we're, we'll start off with the first place team in the West, the Houston Rockets. What are you thinking with the Rockets this year, Chris? I, do you think they're going to be first at the end of the season? I don't think so. I think um, I think the Warriors, are gonna, they'll uh, pull away around probably like the last 10-15 games of the year. But I wouldn't be shocked if they were. I I don't know what I think about it. Like, I, I don't know... So they're fourteen in a row right now, twenty four and six at home, twenty four and seven on the road. They're really good, and I just don't see them losing. Like yeah. here, here's I mean, we'll talk about this when we get to Golden State. But when it comes to the first seed, I just don't think Golden State is gonna like at the end of the season. I think Kerr's gonna rest their guys, you know, like enough to where they're not gonna end up with that first seed. I think Houston's gonna go balls to the wall, all in on this first seed because they. I think Houston knows that they need it, dude. Like if they get to a game seven. They gotta have that game seven at home if they if they want to have a chance at beating Golden State. Yeah, that, that, that's a true fact as well. Uh, I don't think I don't think first place means um, as much to Golden State as it does to Houston. I agree. 100%. I, I don't. I'm not saying that he, Golden State doesn't care. I, I, for sure, I think they're gonna want that first seed. But um, when it comes down to it, I think Houston's gonna really give the push. Whereas Golden State, maybe the last five games will rest Curry or Durant just because like they don't want to have that injury. Curry's had ankle, um, a little bit of ankle scares all through the season, yeah. and they de- definitely don't want him getting injured the last few seasons or last few games of the year. <coughs> so, but I do think Golden State will pull ahead still. Um, but like like I said, I don't think it's going to surprise me with Houston. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you think Houston's going to do against Golden State? Oh man, like let's say if they meet up in you know potentially the conference finals, I think. It's it's a six game series. I think I just Houston's too good. Like I said this like in a, in one of the first episodes we did, and this was when Houston was on that. They started off really hot, man. I said, look, I think Houston's good enough to take two games off of Golden State, and they did cool off. Like you you said that yourself. Like they cooled off and they did. But and we all thought Golden State was going to run away with this. But you know Houston's kind of stuck around. They just kept winning. They're fourteen in a row right now. I, I think it's it's a six game series. I think. It's it's a it's a, every one of these games is going to be a close game. It's going to be, you know, whereas I think a series between Golden State and OKC might be a six game series. I think each one of those games is going to be a blowout. I think a Houston Golden State series is going to be six really tough games. You know, grinded out games. It's going to be a couple games that are you know ninety eight to to ninety two, and there's going to be some games like that because it's playoff time. It's different basketball. It's a different it's a different world. Yeah, for sure. I think what, what you're going to see is uh, with the games. It's going to be one one moment. It's going to be a high scoring game where it's going to be like one twenty six to one twenty one, yeah. and the next game, like you said, like one hundred one to ninety five. It's just the, the atmosphere of the playoffs. Um, Warriors and five, obviously. Warriors and five. Kind of my motto. So I, I, I got. I got, I got to stick with it. I got yeah. Warriors and six. Yeah, on that one. That, that's fair. But I, I still think Warriors are a level ahead of Houston. Um, I think that next year, though, I think. Houston could potentially knock out Golden. It depends State. on it depends on what the Rockets do this offseason. Like if they're able to keep this team, you know, potentially get a little better, maybe add another piece. Maybe like, add LeBron. Like maybe that, you know they, they come in the next summer with LeBron James. That would help <laughs> a little bit. But yeah, it, it all depends on what Houston's able to do this offseason if they're able to keep the team together. Yeah, but the other thing too, you got to think: Do you want to keep the same team intact or? 
you when they bring get in better. LeBron, but yeah. when they bring, they're going to have to give up a lot. They're going to have to get rid of Anderson. They're going to have to get rid of Gordon. Just the cap space just won't allow it because we all know LeBron. Only the thirty-three-year-old man is going to get a max contract. It's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> but I mean, he does, he still deserves it. He's still the best player in the league. And like I said, you're gonna you're gonna add the best player. In the league. They're going to kind of have to do what the Warriors did when they added Durant. Yeah, uh, they're going to have to get pretty much rid of their entire bench. If you think about like I mean, if you think about um the Warriors, what they did, it's like. Like they did, they did lose some pieces. They lost some bench depth, but at the end of the day, they replaced Harrison Barnes with with Kevin Durant. And if the Rockets are in a situation where they're replacing Trevor Ariza with LeBron James, like yeah. that's a win. You take yeah. that, you run with it. Right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, sticking on Golden State, um, let, 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 let's briefly talk about. Golden. We've talked about the Warriors so much on this podcast, just because we kind of have to. They're always in they the dominate. mix of everything. Yeah. Um, so, do you, is it pretty much guaranteed? You you think they're going to win again this year? Win it all? Yeah. It's it's not a guarantee, but it's you know the next best thing. I think it's it's not a guarantee, but it's it's really close. I, I just don't think that there's any other team that's ready. Like Rockets yeah. are still. If you think about the Rockets, they're really only in year two of this like version of their team. This James Harden point guard shooters around them. Yeah. And then if you think Boston's still a couple years away, Raptors, you know, are not going to win anything. Cleveland is. Whatever the hell, Cleveland. Cleveland. I think Cleveland will still be the team coming out of the East, and but, I don't think this Cleveland team is going to stand a chance against Golden State. I don't think any team on this year stands <laughs> a chance against Golden State. How many how many games do you think Golden State's going to win this year? And, and same with Houston. These guys are on a 79 percent win win rate, seventy eight percent win rate for Golden State. They're literally on pace to win. 62, 63, 64 games. I could honestly see both of them winning sixty games. I could totally oh, they're going to do that. it. They're already on. They're they're easily on pace for sixty, but it's like. They're just so good. Just I think I think Houston will win sixty three and Golden State will win sixty five. You think? I think so. I think Houston's gonna win sixty four. I think Golden State's just not gonna care. I think they're gonna win sixty or sixty one come the end of the season. I think they're really gonna prioritize. I think. Houston- I don't know, but another thing too, though, like Clay Thompson was kind of quoted and saying, like. We really want to win every game for the rest of the year. Like we, we do. But it's want- not up to Clay Thompson whether or not they win. It's up to Steve Kerr. And, That's true. And Steve yeah. Kerr prioritizes, you know, a game seven in the NBA Finals than he does a, you know, an April game. And I think they're really going to be precautious about it because I think they really learned their lesson with the whole seventy-three. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Where they like they, that's that's it what their main them a focus was. You it could did. argue that it did. I, I honestly think if they don't break the seventy-three and nine record, they win that championship this year. They were they got to the finals and they were they were even dogged out at OKC and they somehow pulled that away. But having a seventy-three and nine year, along with coming back from three-one against OKC, and then having to play—they went through a lot. To even it get really there. did. Yeah, yeah, it really did. Next and up, I think it's and here's awesome. where it gets messy. I'm gonna read off what we have right now, and then we'll kind of just jump into it. So right now at three, we've got Portland thirty-six and twenty-six. Spurs are thirty-six and twenty-six. OKC's at five in fifth place, thirty-seven and twenty-seven. Oh my God. Minnesota's sixth place, thirty-eight and twenty-eight. They lost a couple. They lost two in a row. Now they went from third to sixth. Uh, Pelicans are 7th, 35-26, Denver 34-28, and then in ninth and 10th place, you've got the Clippers 33-28, Utah 32-30, who beat Minnesota last night. All right, let's Let, go to Portland. Okay, so let's, I mean, we'll start with Portland. Do you think that Portland's going to be able to hold on to a three seed? They Hell won five no, 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 no. I don't think, I think Portland's going to be 6-8 to eight for sure. I think, think? I think things are going to start to balance out by the end of the season. Things will <laughs> be a little more smoothed out. Right now it's clumped just because how tough that West is, man. Yeah. There's so much talent in that, in, in the conference. Um, I don't think, I don't think Portland is deep enough to stick to the third seed. And... That'd be nuts if they did, but I, I just can't see it happening. I think they're playing really good basketball right now. No. Really, really good basketball. And it's got them the third seed. Um, I can see, like I said, sixth to eighth, but 
And even if they do make the playoffs, I don't see them doing much damage either. Here, here's yeah, that's a team that's going to get you know wiped in the first round by by a team like Golden State or Houston. Yeah, I, I think the only team when I look at when I look at these seven or eight teams, the only team I don't see making the playoffs um, is the Clippers. I just don't think the Clippers. I mean, they're thirty three and twenty eight, but I just don't think they're consistent enough. I don't think they're good enough to make the playoffs. When when I see Utah, you know, Gobert's back. Mitchell's having a, a great season. I think Utah, and they, you know, they've rattled off 11 wins in a row. Like, I think Utah could sneak into an 8 spot, but I just don't see a world where the Clippers make it in. Okay, let, let's talk about that. And um, before we move on to the Spurs, uh, all right, you got Denver, you got Utah, and you got Clippers. Out of those three teams, what are the two that aren't making it? What's your prediction? I think Denver's going to be in Was there. it Clippers, Denver, and Utah? Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking Denver. Denver's got a, a, a lot of firepower, and I think down the end of the stretch of the season, I think I think they'll hold on. Yeah, I could see them winning, um, winning in and, and, and finding their way in there. I, again, like I, Utah, it sucks because they've had such a good year, especially with their win streak. Um, I, I'd have to go with Denver. I don't think the Clippers, but I, I mean, I could, you Man, could also know. see. Hear me out for a second. You could also see the Pelicans fall out of a spot there too. They're playing really hot right now, and Davis has have unbelievable games. But at any point, they could fall flat. You know, Davis has a bad game. That's they could lose two or three in a row, and they could be out of a playoff spot before you even know it. Right? They, they are three. Uh, who knows? They could as much as they, as easily as they won seven games, they could easily lose seven. games. And, and here's too. the thing: that's probably one of the more likely scenarios because yeah, they've won seven in a row, but. They're doing that on the backs of Davis, 50 point, 15 rebounds, 5 blocks nights. That's not going to happen for the rest of the season. You can't keep that pace up. No. Um, so, I mean, I think that's one of the more likely situations where we see New Orleans fall out and a team like, uh, you know, the Clippers or Utah and, and even the Lakers. Are, I mean, the Lakers are a few Lakers are hot. <laughs> oh, my God. There's so much going on in the West. It's so hard to keep like up Like, the Lakers everything. snuck up and they're only, like, they're four in a row, seven of their last ten. They're only four games that, uh, you know, I mean, they're... Uh, they don't. They don't have time. But they're they're only four games out of tenth or ninth. Like they they they've been able to just keep winning. They're playing much better. Like Isaiah oh, Thomas, twenty nine points. <laughs> He's heating up. Hips getting a little uh, better. So all right, let's let's continue on. Let's talk about the Spurs. This is a team that we talked about. I think it was the third or fourth podcast. And this is a team who was really really good. That we were like, oh, this is Greg Popovich. They were like twenty five and nine or something like that. Something ridiculous without Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Uh, obviously, they've come back down to earth. Um. Let's talk about Kawhi Leonard. Is he a top five player in the league anymore? I, I think it's been so long since he's consistently played. Like, is he a top five player in the league when he's playing? Yeah, probably. But right now, he's not. Like, do you take... Like, the top five players in the league are LeBron. In this order, I think. It's LeBron, KD, Steph, Harden, and Russell. Are, are you taking Kawhi over any of those players? No. You're, you're not. I, I, like, so they, they, no, because he, he's... Because, like I said, he's been injured for so, so long. Okay, are you taking 20, um, what year was that they that they won? Are you taking, um, like, 2016 Kawhi over any of those players? Are we talking about, like, today's players? Yeah. No. Like, if Kawhi was, if Kawhi is what he is now. Oh, to, are you talking about, like, last year's Kawhi? Like, 2016 Kawhi. Oh, yeah, Kawhi was a top five player in the league. I, I Yes, I think so. I, he, do you think, what impact... Do you think he'll have when he comes back? Because they're thirty six and twenty six. You know they're in that mix of three, four, five. They could be seventh or eighth by the end of the season. Who knows? But do you think a lot of it comes down to whether or not Kawhi is playing? Because they've been up and down without Kawhi anyway. Like we saw them twenty five and nine without Kawhi, and now they come back down to earth. Like you said, 
how, what does Kawhi mean to the Spurs? Like what? Well, I think having your best player on the team is all, that's never a bad thing. I think. Yeah, I, gonna, I agree. I, I, I think they're going to play at a higher level. I think Kawhi is one of those guys where um, when he's playing defense, the entire team defense steps up, and I, I think the team as a whole will step up. But I don't. I don't see this Spurs team with the Kawhi as as a, a contender. And I've said this before. I'm not sure if it was on the pod, but I, I've, I've said this before. I don't see Kawhi Leonard as the number one player on a championship team. I, I really don't. I don't. See I don't disagree. It's a very situation, and I love uh, to comparison you you've made a couple of times to me and on the podcast as well. I believe like the Paul George Kawhi Leonard flip. Like you put Paul George in Kawhi Leonard's shoes, we look at Kawhi or we look at Paul George like a top five player the same way we look at Kawhi Leonard. It, it, it's all on the spotlight, man, it, it, and it goes back to um, what Jack said on last week's po- podcast about the college. It's all about opportunity. That's what basketball is about. Yeah, and uh, it's more so in college, but in bas- in NBA as well. If you got the spotlight on you in a high market team, you're obviously going to get more notice than yeah. anybody else. Um, and another, a lot of argument will people make will. Kawhi was the number one player on the team when he won the Finals MVP against the Heat. So does that mean Andre Iguodala was the number one team on the Golden State Warriors team? No. Finals MVP means he was the best player for seven games. But Kawhi games. Leonard was the best player on that team. I, I I don't... I think having... I know the Finals MVP argument is stupid, and I understand that. But Kawhi Leonard was by far the best player. By on, far? Yes. I, I just Kawhi Leonard... That. Kawhi Leonard was the best player on that team. I don't think they win if everyone else doesn't play the way they well, did. Obviously, they don't win. But I'm saying he was the best player. I'm not saying he was the only player. I'm saying he was the best player. The same way LeBron doesn't win if Ray Allen doesn't hit a shot. That doesn't mean LeBron wasn't the best player on his team. I don't think Kawhi Leonard was the best player on who that. Who was the best player team. on that team? Uh, you had it was who was on that? I don't. It's hard to say with a, a Spurs team like that because you don't look at the Spurs team as having like, oh, who's the best player on the Spurs team? You look at the Spurs as a team. But the Spurs looked at it as if Kawhi was their best player because remember when Ka- Kawhi earlier in Kawhi's career, they had a problem with Kawhi wanting to take over offensively. Like we knew Kawhi is this defensive beast. You know, he could he could just break down offenses by himself. But Greg Popovich has come out and said multiple times over the last ten years, like we need Kawhi to take over offensively. He's got the talent. He's got the skill. Give him the ball. Let him take shots. Let him be the best player on our team. Let let's run our offense through him. And it is obviously has has worked. I think it was the year uh, when Kawhi really, whenever everything started to separate, and Kawhi was the number one. It was the year I think the Warriors won seventy three nine. Bro, the Spurs were like sixty five. They had like sixty seven <laughs> wins that year, and uh, Kawhi was a big part of that. He obviously throughout the years he he always had the defensive capabilities, but he was able to develop his shot. He was just an absolute beast. I think it was last year. His numbers just kept going up. It went from like twenty to twenty-five. Yeah. And do you think if he played this year, he would he would take another step up, or do you think he I would think stick he would around? take a step up? But again, I just don't think. Like in terms of this playoff run, I don't think having Kawhi Leonard makes a difference. That I think that's really just like what this comes down to. Like, yes, they make them a better team. You know, they take another game off. Like, who's winning, San Antonio or Houston? Let's say San Antonio finishes in third and they play Houston in the second round. Uh, it's it's t- it's tough to say. Like Greg Popovich is showing. I think Houston's to... wiping San Antonio. You off think the floor. they're wiping San Antonio? I think they're winning in five games, uh, five convincing games. I don't. Know. I could. I don't know. I. I I'm. My, that, that would be my bold prediction. If they were to meet in the playoffs, my with a healthy Kawhi Leonard, my bold prediction of the playoffs would be Spurs beat out to Houston. And there's I, that could, which could very well happen. That's I, the thing. We just don't know. Yeah, well, you never know with the Spurs. You really never know with the Spurs. Um, all right, let's move on to the next team. Uh, OKC. OKC, your boys. So OKC right now is in fifth. 
you know, they, they beat out Phoenix. They're beating tanking teams right now by, like, a couple points. Yeah. They've got Portland tonight, which is going to be huge, man. If they can win that, they're I'm gonna thinking f- Portland's going to win that. I think so. I'll, I'll just- save that for the hot take, though. <laughs> <laughs> OKC, second night of a back-to-back. They've got to beat Portland tonight to kind of stay in the race. And and even if they don't win tonight, like, that, if OKC loses, Portland wins, That's that separates, that puts OKC a full game behind Portland, who would be in third if they won. And there's... Like, I'm really confident that OKC will make the playoffs, but at any point, this OKC team could lose a couple of games to really bad teams. You know, they could, they could get blown out by anybody on any given night, and next, you know, blink, you're on the outside looking in, man. And and that scares me, because, like, they're in fifth right now. I think, you know, like, I'm 90% certain they're going to make the playoffs. I think they're going to end up in a good seat. I think they're going to end up in third or fourth. I think uh, my prediction was third. I, I, really I just think, think that they're, they're talented enough, and they've found a way to win against bad teams. I mean, they're still struggling, but earlier in the year, they would have lost against Phoenix. They would have lost against Orlando, and they would have lost against Dallas. And another thing, too, like, people say, oh, like, they're da- they're so bad. They're struggling against Dallas. They're struggling against Phoenix. They're not going to be playing Dallas and Phoenix in the playoffs. They're going to be playing teams like Golden State and Houston, who they've shown that they can beat. Yeah, they beat Houston. They beat Toronto. They beat Golden State twice. They smoked the Cavs. Like they they've the done Cavs. it before. And, and these are going to be the teams that they're going to be playing in the playoffs. But, they match up so well with great teams. And I think I think OKC is going to be a scary team to play in the playoffs. They're scary. They're going to be a scary team to play in the playoffs. I agree, but I don't think OKC is as good as they think they are. And it's been their kryptonite all year. They think they can walk into Phoenix. On a, on a random night during the week and and smoke Phoenix, but they can't. Yeah, you know Phoenix takes them to the you know to the buzzer really. You know yeah. it takes a forty four point triple double night when Westbrook goes off for them to beat them. Same with Dallas. You know they have to they have to go to the wire. They have to go to OT against Dallas, uh, right? Tank, it was literally said the comment said they're tanking and they go to <laughs> overtime. Now it, it must be frustrating as a fan. I can for sure, but in the end, I, I think everything's going to be okay. Ta- I think talent's going to win out. That's really what it comes down to. You know, I could see OKC being in third, but at the same time, I could see them being in sixth or seventh. And, you know, especially if you get, if you get into a 7-8 matchup with, with Golden State or Houston, <laughs> oh, you're going to have man. a really good first-round matchup, oh, I'll tell you that much. Can you imagine Golden State versus OKC in the first, first round? round? And look, oh. you imagine... It's not, could, even, it's not even like out of the realm of possibility. It very well could happen. And that's the situation where, look, you, you could have OKC take Golden State to five or six games, five or six tough games, and then Golden State's going to have to go into a second-round matchup against, you know, Minnesota or San Antonio or somebody else. I think Warriors are smoking. I think they're teams. smoking them. But listen, they go up against a second-round matchup against one of those teams, you know, five-game five, five, five game series again. You, you go into a Houston where you're going to have potentially a six- or seven-game series. You never know what could happen. And then, and then you're going to have to go into the finals. Who you know against a Cavs team that's probably you know smoked their way to the finals. You don't know what could happen. That's all I'm saying. I just we just need to, to kind of be aware of the things that are going on. Look, I think with OKC with, with their position, and I've said this to you before. Uh, I think Houston's the better team than OKC, but I think OKC's got a better chance of beating the Warriors. I I really really do. If you put all everything into factor, I think OKC's got a better shot of knocking out the Warriors. I don't think they will. But they just match up better. They play. They play so tough against each other. It, Russell Westbrook wants to like literally eat Kevin Durant's like neck out. And it makes out. me. It makes me just so like sad as a fan because Andre Robertson's out this year. Yeah, if Robertson w- was playing this year, it really frees up. They Kevin would Durant have not a having really, him. really good shot at beating OKC in a seven game series, and I mean that like potentially they could beat them this year. We saw what happened two years ago. This is this OKC team this year is very similar to what it was two years ago in 2016. You know, 2016, they were losing to bad teams. They were, you know, weren't playing exceptionally well in the regular season. We saw what happened. They peaked because they were a playoff team 
2016 is similar to what they are this year. This team's built for the playoffs. 2016, they walked in. They, you know, they, they came back and smoked San Antonio. They were up three one. They against, beat they beat Golden State and Oracle in Game One. They that, were up three one. No against one Warriors. saw that was nobody coming. else has done that. Yeah. Like it, it, and look, I, I just think we need to to wait out without. We got to wait it out with OKC and, and especially. Next year, I I really believe, and this is not a bias thing. I really believe Paul George will be back. I really believe Melo will be back. You're gonna have the same core as you did this year, plus Robertson. And if Robertson stays healthy next year, they're gonna give Golden State, Houston a run for their money in their Western Conference. I really believe that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Minnesota, Minnesota's in a weird spot because they're doing such a weird team. You're without, just, you're without just... Jimmy Butler right now. That they've lost a couple games. They're four and six in their last ten right now. Look, you don't know. Minnesota's a team that could fall out of a playoff spot. You're you're, you're missing your best player. You know, Towns and Wiggins got to carry the load. You you don't know what could happen. Like, there's so much stuff that could go on. Like, Minnesota could this two game losing streak could turn into a four game losing streak or a five game losing streak. Next thing you know, Utah's in a playoff spot, and Minnesota and New Orleans are out. Like, there's eight teams that could make the playoffs, and you, we don't know who's going to be the final six. Like, it, it's just crazy, this situation that's been in. Like, we, we saw it with the Eastern Conference. But, I mean, even the East has kind of separated itself a little bit. Like, you know, third place, you've got Cleveland uh, eight games back. And then eighth place, you've got Miami 12 and a half games back. You've got, like, two games separating third and eighth right now. Like, it's nuts the way the, the, the West is panned I bet out. you Jimmy Butler's, like, like kind of, like, happy he got in so he can finally rest after playing for Tom Thibodeau Do you think, so, so now here's, here's the thing about Minnesota, like, Let's say they stay in six and they have to play Portland in the first round. And Jimmy and Minnesota Jim, wins against you th- Portland. You I think, think so? I think so. What do you think they do against Houston? Because let, let's say you're right. Let's say Houston's in second. They have to play Houston in the second round. I think Houston smokes Minnesota. Four, I five. Think so. five. Yeah, five. I think so. I don't. I don't. I can't see Minnesota doing much damage in the playoffs at all. They're way too young. I, I can see Minnesota being a top team in the West in three to four years' time. It's not three to four years' time right now. It's 2018 yeah. and Warriors in five. Obviously. Next up, we've got the Pelicans, who have just been just cruising, you know, on the, Davis on the backs of Anthony Davis. And you look, we got to give credit to this man. You you lose Boogie Cousins. You lose this guy who's the second best. Who was having a cra- crazy year. Those two year. were just dominating teams together. Like, you know, we would see nights where they put up 80 points combined between the two of them, 75 points. Like, almost just about every other night, like, it seems. Combined like were, for, like, 35 to 40 rebounds. You know, like, you'd see 33 and 15, and the other guy would have 28 and 12. And, <coughs> look, they were playing so amazing. And, and and Anthony Davis came out and said it, like, a couple days after Boogie got injured. He said, We'd win the finals. We'd win it if if they were. I think that was a little ridiculous. Yeah, and that's just a lot of uh, you know confidence, confidence and, mm-hmm. and just you know Davis expressing how important it is, how how big of a loss it is to not have Boogie. But at the same time, it's like he's got a point. This team was really good, and they had a lot of potential with those two guys on the court. You know, Boogie goes out. They they've been smoking teams. They've been cruising. You know, there are seven in a row right now. They're up to seventh. You know, they're tied in the loss column for third place right now. You don't know what could happen. Like they could continue winning. Well, Pelicans might find themselves in a third place, and, and that's the thing. Davis could could keep doing this thing where you know puts up fifty and fifteen and all this stuff, these crazy stat lines, and you know the Pelicans could find themselves continue to, to win games, and they could end up being in the third or fourth spot. At the same time, it could be the complete opposite, as what I said earlier. Like you know they could lose a couple games because the team with Anthony Davis and you know some role players, Rondo, like. That's a team that's gonna gonna lose a couple of games in a row every now and again, and that's gonna happen at any point now. Like they're not gonna win like this the rest of the season. So the Pelicans could find themselves on the outside looking in. Like 
just like that. So yeah. you, you just don't know. There's just so much that's going to happen between now. What, and, what do you think the April. Falcons do in the playoffs? I, I think it doesn't matter where they land. If they're third, if they're eighth, they're getting. Sm- I should say they're getting smoked. If they're third and they have to play a team like Denver, that could be a six or seven game series, maybe. But I just don't think they've got a chance. If they if they fall, if Denver finishes, or, or, sorry, if San, or the Pelicans finish third and they get matched up against, like you said, the Denver or Portland, I could see New Orleans being in the second round. I, I could really see. You it. Imagine against probably the Warriors or it could be anyone. Oh, right? they're gonna get destroyed by the Warriors or Houston <laughs> or the Spurs. There's just like, like yeah, who knows? And then so then eighth place right now we've got the Denver Nuggets. And, and you know, I'm a big fan of Denver, man. I they, really like Gary Harris. I really like Gary Harris all year. Jamal Murray, Gary Harris, bunch no of kitchen. fuck together, they, bro. Look, all that, that's what it is. That's what it comes down to. They're solid, but are are they good enough to first be in the playoffs? Secondly, to to do damage to any team in the playoffs. You know, they're eighth. I don't think they're gonna move up. Like you know, they. Might. Oh, I think they should be in the playoffs. But you got to think, man. They got Jokic, who's a probably one of the best big men. It will be one of the best big men in the league if he's not already. And you got crazy good backcourt, really young too, and Jamal Murray, Gary Harris, and then you got like a bunch, like you said, like NBA veterans who are just a bunch of bucket getters. You got Will Barton and all these other guys who can come off the bench or even start and just put up points. I don't think they're going to do anything in the playoffs. I think they're a first round exit for sure. Uh, they even should could have made the playoffs last year. If, um, Westbrook didn't smoke that like half court shot in their face, but um, no, for sure, I think Denver's definitely a playoff team. I don't think they're ready yet to do anything, but this is a Denver team. If they, if they can keep the uh, core of Jokic, Harris, and Jamal Murray, the, I could see them being uh, top in, like top five in the West for the next five to ten years to yeah. come. Next up, yeah, I agree with everything you say there. Next up, we've got the Clippers, and the Clippers are kind of in a weird spot. You know, they they well, made the, the Clippers are so weird this year. They made but... they made the Blake Griffin trade. You know, now it's just kind of DeAndre Jordan and Yo, Tobias Harris has been balling out for the Clippers, bro. That's my dude. Guys driving like twenty five to thirty points per game at night. It seems like uh, Blake Griffin's doing complete uh, butt cheeks on De- Detroit. Do you see his numbers, bro? They went from like twenty two points to seventeen. He's shooting from like forty six to thirty eight. Threw in from like thirty seven, like there's thirties to like under twenty five. Like yeah. he's went way down, bro. But um, no, I I think I really like I really thought the Clippers were going to be like a fifth to eighth seed, but uh, injuries. It's always injuries with uh, the Clippers. And, and I don't know. I, I just think the Clippers are the only team that's that's not. The Clippers are the only team I don't see making the playoffs. I, I agree. And I just don't think they they've got enough. Uh, you know, they're winning games and you know they're getting by, but I just at the end of the day, like they're gonna have to clutch up. They're gonna have to win big games, big games on the road. You know, that's even just to make the playoffs. I just don't think the Clippers have it this year. And it was weird because we're looking at, you know, the Clippers making a rebuild and all this stuff. Like, we were talking about this, like, a long time ago. Like, you know, they're making the Griffin trade. Like, what are the Clippers are now? Like, they've got Jordan. We thought Jordan was going to get traded. Lou Williams got his contract extension, too. There's just so many weird things that are going on with them. It seems like they don't know what they want to do. They don't because... When you look at it, the thirty-three and twenty-eight, they've got a good record. They're you know fighting for a playoff spot, but at the same time, it's like you don't have enough to. to it seems like they don't have enough to make it to the playoffs, let alone be dangerous in the playoffs. So oh, like, there's not going to be dangerous in the playoffs at all. Like, so like, what do you do if you're if you're the Clippers? Like, do you do you try to get better, or do you just you know you ship Jordan out for picks and young players, and you ship Williams out for picks and young players? You know what do you do? Like, I, I just don't know like what the Clippers are right now, and I don't know where they're headed for. Lastly, Utah. 
What do you think? I love Utah, man. I love them so much. I've never lost. Fun fact: I've never lost on two K when I was the Utah Jazz. My favorite fun fact: they're fun team to play. Joe Ingles is my guy. He's like. Looks like he's like a forty-five-year-old dad who's cooking burgers on the the family barbecue. But that guy's going out there shooting like four for six from three every night. My favorite, not maybe not my favorite, but like top three favorite jersey right now is the Jazz. Yo, those are clean. They are just so oh, beautiful, so nice, bro. Anyway, look, I, are the Jazz making the playoffs? Yes or no? No, God, no. You don't think? No. Joe Ingles is gonna have a lot of a lot of time on the off season to cook burgers for his family. That's for sure. <laughs> I, look, I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs either. I think. You know, I really want them to because I'm just, you know, Donovan Mitchell's my big, I'm his biggest fan. I want Mitchell to just win Rookie of the Year. I think he's so deserving. Just ask him on a date already, man. I, oh I might. God. I might I might just have Man, to. he's giving free tickets to other people, so you hit him off. He might, <laughs> he might hit you up, too. I, look, I think, I don't know. Utah's got a good future, especially. Here's one thing we, we kind of forgotten. We've forgotten to kind of mention about Utah. They lost Gordon Hayward last year, like yeah. in the summer. This is this is a damn good bounce back here for them. Like, they might not make the playoffs, but they found a stud in Donovan. They weren't Donovan. supposed to make the playoffs. They weren't supposed to, but they found a stud in Donovan Mitchell who's got a bright career. They, they, Gobert, you know, he, got he's Gobert. around. Utah. Ingles, my guy. You know, the future looks bright for them. Yeah. Is, is what is you know, that's really what I'm saying. And especially right after a year where they lost their best player. You know, you know, hats off to Utah. Hats off to their front office for kind of sticking with it. You know, making plays similar to, you know, the same way OKC did. You know, they lost Durant. A year later, they went out got Paul George, Carmelo Anthony. You know, I just don't think rebuilding's the thing anymore, man. The thing that's tough though is like with with the Jazz is you kind of got they kind of got like hope on the draft because like Utah's not really nobody's a going out of their way to yeah. come to Utah. Yeah, exactly, it's it's going to be really tough for Utah to recruit like some top people. Like when was the last time like a big person's went to Utah? It really hasn't happened. Gord Hayward left. Um, it, it's not just it's just really not a destination. Although who knows if if Donovan Mitchell can like develop into this like. Franchise player, you you could see people yeah. that go. To, it, it all depends, but um, yeah, it was a good bounce back here. I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs though. But go Utah. That's the West, man. Yeah, Connor right. knows it's gonna happen. Uh, all right, let's do the hot takes. Um, Saturday night, not many games. Surprisingly, on a Saturday night, must be something going on. Um, Memphis at Orlando. <laughs> Is that on TNT? It must be. It's got to be on TNT. That's a blockbuster. Yeah. Match. Um, Orlando. Um, I take the I take the Magic. Uh, Hazoni's going off for 36. Uh, Denver at Cleveland. <laughs> Denver at Cleveland. This is a big game. This guy has a lot of implications. Denver needs to win. Cleveland needs to win. Because Washington's on Cleveland's tail. And we forget about that. Washington's only a game, two games behind Cleveland for the four seed. Or the, the three seed. I thought it was only one game yet. I'm pretty sure. Well, I know, I know that Washington has two more losses than Cleveland. So, like... Yeah, yeah. You, you got to be careful if you're Cleveland. Like, I know you're, you know, you think you're safe in the third spot. you got to win. Like... Washington has been doing nothing but winning. Like aside from last night against the Raptors, who are first, and they even beat the Cavs uh, last weekend. Wizards have just been winning, winning, and winning. So I don't know who wins that game: Denver or Cleveland. I, I'll I take think the Cavs. I think the Cavs. They, they've lost a couple. I think you know they're due for a win. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Detroit or Miami? Welcome to Miami. Um, I think <laughs> I think Miami's gonna win. Bro, did you see Dwayne Wade like at like the last two games? He had. 27 off the bench in the next game he had like 25 off the See bench that, like that shot he hit over um... the revenge door B <laughs> he's coming in hot um, I think Miami's gonna win it. Miami's also one of those teams too where like oh this is a huge game cause Miami and Detroit are fighting for the 8th spot 8th and 9th yep. yeah I think Miami's gonna win I got Miami, Miami too 
Um, a whole Boston and Houston. Ooh, it's going to be a good Houston's game. Houston's going to blow them out. Oh, okay. They just ruined the momentum on that one. Uh, I think Boston's going to win. I think it's going to be a, a 104 to 98 win for Houston's Boston. Houston's blowing them out. Boston's stacking up. Marcus Smart, he said, yo, James Harden, you're done, though. You're not scoring any points this <laughs> Houston's game. Houston's winning 122, 98. Oh, my God. You're killing me. Um, Lakers at San Antonio. Spurs need to win this game. Like... Bro, I can see LA beating. I can see LA beating yeah. them exactly. Like the Spurs need to win this game. I th- I'm gonna go with Spurs though. I think saying it. I'm going with the Lakers. Bull prediction, hot take. Lakers are winning. Lonzo's going off. Triple double. Bro, Lonzo's shooting like three shots per game since he's returned. Dude, you check his box. He's score. like two for three. He's got like though. eight, eight, and eight, but he's like three for four. <laughs> that's that's really what they need him to do. Yeah, right they don't now. want him taking fifteen shots. They, that's really what he, he impacts the game on so many different levels from his shooting. So I think I think yeah, I think San Antonio wins. Um, OKC at Portland. Wow, Portland has the under? Wow. OKC, OKC's favorite to win? I'll take... Wow. Relax, um, bro. Relax. That just threw me off a little bit. Yo, pro line tonight? <laughs> um, is Portland going to win? I think... I think Portland will. I, I, OKC's on a second night of a back-to-back. It would be a road. catastrophe if Portland didn't win. Yeah. But I can totally see... OKC's done it a couple times this year, but they've come in on the second night of a row back-to-back and just smoked teams. I think... I think Portland's going to win. Smart, gonna I just win. don't know if OKC is aware enough to understand like how important this game is to them. Yeah, I don't think they really care. I, I don't want to pick. I don't want to pick Portland, but like, I don't see OKC winning this game. I'm going with Portland. Oh, okay. Uh, Utah, Sacramento. Utah, baby, let's go. <laughs> it's, the, it's the run for the yeah, eight. Sacramento seed. sucks. Yeah, it's going to be Utah for Utah. sure. All right, and the final one, bucket getter of the night. Ooh. CJ McCollum, 56 points tonight. It's my full yeah, prediction. Oh, I'm sorry. What do you... Oh, Jack guessed uh, a Portland player last year. Jack had it right last time. Yeah. He guessed Lillard 44, and he had like 41? 40? He yeah. had 40? Um, who's going to be bucket getter of the night? Let's see. Let me just take a scroll through here. It'll make... Could be hard. It's probably going to be hard. And you, you might see one of the Denver boys go off. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm going Gary Harris, 34 points tonight. Okay, I respect that. All right, it's well, that's, pick. that's all that we have for today's episode. Um, if you liked it, leave a comment. Um, like I said, on Amino, we'll be posting it there. So yeah, I'll, tell us what you think. Who do you think's gonna be coming out of the West and uh, in this crazy race of the West? Like, who who do you guys think is gonna make the playoffs and who isn't? All right, thanks again for listening, and we'll see you guys next week. Peace.